Hey guys, Coach Sean here and welcome to another episode of the Coach Sean Fitness Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about two things primarily. We're going to be talking about toning muscles and you can probably sense the way I said toning there that I've got an issue with that word. And another thing we're going to be talking about that I kind of touched on a little bit last week and that's overeating. A word of warning before I go into this toning muscles thing. It's a Tuesday morning as I'm recording this. I had a couple of PT sessions this morning, came back. I watched my 49ers game from last night and we lost on the last kick of the game. So if I go a little bit over the top when going into my little rant about the word toning, that's because I'm a little bit upset what happened in today's this morning's game. Well, last night's game over in America. Um, a little bit upset. That's another statement there. I'm very upset with it right now. But it was our first loss this season, so I can't complain too much. And it also means that it is the return of burpees in my sessions this week. The burpees are back to make myself feel better. Uh, I don't feel bad about giving a couple of extra burpees in my sessions. So I feel pretty good then. Anyway, going into the topic today about toning muscles. And I talked about this a little bit in my newsletter. But the reason I want to expand on it more is because we were watching the football games here Sunday night and one of my friends was scrolling through Facebook and they saw one of my posts and it was just, it took him um, a paragraph from the newsletter and it was talking about um, women's weights and using pink dumbbells and stuff for, for toning muscles and they're like, ooh, controversial and I hadn't thought about it being controversial in any which way and I was like, what, what do you mean? I was like, oh, women's weights, whatever and I was like, okay, that wasn't meant to be controversial at all. And if one person said it to me, it means that other people that, I, well, I like to think that other people looking at it um, probably thought it was controversial as well. So I wanted to expand on it a little bit and it, it all revolves around this idea of, of toning muscles. So basically, for those who didn't read the, the, the newsletter, um, it was a gripe I have about some gyms that have a small women's section of of the gym and they have like the light dumbbells, the pink dumbbells that go up to like 2-3 kg max and a lot of images online about women lifting weights but it's shown them with incredibly light dumbbells and there's very little training effect with that unless you're doing 50-60 reps or something ridiculous that the point being that that um women can lift a lot more weights if if coaches challenge them to and you're not going to be challenged if you're in this small little weight section and you're giving these tiny weights uh, it's if I was a woman I'd be upset with it it's, it's just you're not getting a desirable training effect but let's look at the reason behind that the pink dumbbells are marketed it's it's marketing here and it's the marketing effect is that they will help tone the muscles there is no such thing as toning i'm gonna have to be careful how i use my words here lifting a heavier weight is gonna give that desired toning effect now you can get away with with moderate weights and, and and lighter weights depending it all depends on the exercise here but let's say for, for the sake of this argument, we're going to be talking about the, the bigger exercises that give more bang for your buck. Your, your squats, your dumbbell deadlifts, uh, your presses, your rows. For them, 2 kg weights are not going to cut it. There's no two ways about it. Unless you're at the very beginning of your journey, those those weights are not, are not going to cut it. Um, basically, okay, let's talk about getting more bulky and, and bigger. Yes, those people will be using weights, but it's also down to calories. And let's look at the rock because, like, when it comes to 
jacked up monsters. I mean, the rock, everyone can everyone visualize the size of the rock. But that man has to eat a lot of meals. I mean, when he was training for his, his movie, uh, Hercules, where he was probably... Probably the biggest he's been in movies, or at least up there, hence he had to be like Hercules. Like he was eating six meals a day. And let me just run down the meals for you very quick that he put up on his Twitter at the time of promoting that movie. His first meal of the day was a 10 ounce fillet with four egg whites, five ounces of oatmeal, or a cream of cream of wheat. His second meal was an eight ounce of chicken, two cups of rice, one cup of broccoli. His third meal was an eight-ounce halibut. Two cups of white rice and one cup of asparagus. Now, right there is probably enough for most of us that we've consumed throughout the day. But, of course, he's got four extra meals to add on. He's got eight ounce chicken, 12 ounce of baked potato, one cup of broccoli. After that meal, five, he's got eight ounce of halibut. He's got one and a half cups of white rice and one cup of asparagus. Meal six, eight ounce of fillet, nine ounce of baked potato salad. And in meal seven, he's got another 30 grams of case of protein. 10 egg whites and he's had six meals already and now he is 10 egg whites they're scrambled with onions peppers and mushrooms and one cup of lime but bloody says at the very bottom but my point being the amount of food that that man has to consume to maintain well grow his, his muscles as well so the point being that you need to eat a lot of calories to get big and bulky when we are lifting weights, the muscles were, are, are not soft. You, you don't have, whether you're training or you're not training, uh, your muscles are not soft. That, that softness you may be feeling in your arms, that's fat tissue. Strength training and lifting heavier weights can help lower that fat tissue and increase your muscle size. Now, I have to be careful here. Increasing your muscle size is not going to mean you're going to get big and bulky. It's going to mean, there's going to be an increase in size but if you're lowering that fat tissue, overall, your appearance is going to be more of that toned look if you stay consistent with it and your calories are in check. Um, getting into that calorie deficit will help lower your body fat percentage. And then when you're strength training and when you're lifting heavier weights in certain exercises, what's going to happen is there's going to be an increase in lean muscle tissue and through that your basic uh, metabolic rate is going to increase and when that increases it means your calories are going to be burning when you're not exercising for longer throughout the day and that's also going to help give yourself a calorie deficit which is going to help give that that toned look and what i find when i'm in when, I, when i'm in the gym doing my own training there's like some women you can see could lift and challenge themselves a lot more, but they might be afraid of getting big and bulky when it's so hard to get big and bulky. It's 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 so hard to 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 put on that that muscle size. You like you, like I said earlier, you have to eat a ton of calories for it. Now, it's a completely different uh, podcast topic, but there's a lot of guys that probably should be lifting a little bit less and getting their form right. A uh, completely different issue, but basically. If you're a little bit confused on whether you should lift heavier weight or not, if you could do three, let's say we're, we're talking about a goblet squat here. A goblet squat would be holding the kettlebell with two hands by your chest and squatting down and up. If you could do three sets of 10 with that and you're not feeling too bad and you're getting to that 8, 9, 10 rep and you're like, oh, that felt okay doing it, the weight is too light. You need to go heavier. And try to even go for six reps. And what's that, what that's going to do is going to challenge you to lift heavier so that you're really feeling it on the 4th, 5th, and 6th rep. 
And if you're able to do those six reps with perfect form, but your legs feel pretty pretty tired and sore after three to four sets, you're you're in the right range then for your weight. You're going to challenge yourself more, and you're over time you're going to get better results. And um, it's going to be a completely different training effect than what you're used to. Your legs will feel sore for the first session or two afterwards because a different type of training. But over time, you are going to get that toned look that you are looking for here. Um, and you're probably saying, well, if there's no such thing as toning, you know, why why do we know the word toning? What is it? Um, it's basically marketing. That there's no two way. It, it is marketing. There's no such thing as toning. But you can even see the way I'm somewhat struggling to explain what I'm talking about here. And like when I'm trying to, um, like I'm cherry picking my words when I'm talking about an increase in lean muscle tissue because I'm instantly thinking people are going to think they're getting bigger and bulkier through that. Um, it's just much easier to say toning when it's not exactly what's happening. But the problem with toning is it leads to the, the lighter weights and, and getting 15, 20 reps in. There's a time and place for that. But if you balance out your training with some exercises, generally after your warm-up having the heavier weights and as as the workout progresses, then go to your 8 to 12 reps with your, your lighter weight. And and then with the smaller muscles like your bicep curls or your lateral raises or whatever it is and if you mix and match them you're, you're gonna see results with consistency from there as long as your form is right health and safety is number one uh, as long as your form is right doing the exercises lift heavier and you're gonna take your training to a whole nother level okay so um I wasn't too bad in the rant. I thought I was going to rant a lot more considering the form I'm in. But um, I thought I did all right in the rant there. Um, moving on to my second topic, which is overeating. And I wanted to talk about this because I, I kind of glanced over, I glossed over the, the whole overeating, th- overeating thing last week. So I just wanted to touch on it a little bit more. And overeating, it, it's it's very individual. One person's overeating could be another person's undereating. It completely depends on your gender, your activity levels, your metabolism, your current weight. There's like a lot that goes into it. Um, but basically, overeating would be eating too many calories in one sitting for your body to use for, for energy. So, and it happens easy. It happens a lot of times to us. So like, I would say a large majority of us overeat when we go to restaurants um unless you're used to eating three meals at home for your for your uh for your dinner you know you ever start a main course and dessert most days during the week we probably don't do that so when we go out for, for a restaurant we tend to overeat there and um, we might have bigger portions when we're watching tv because we're more mindlessly eating then and um, we're not really thinking about what we're eating and we tend to overconsume there and um, I know for myself that if I overeat, I try to eat less throughout the day and then just enjoy that meal. So if I'm heading out in the restaurant on a whatever night it is the week. Uh, if I'm heading out, definitely not during the week, <laughs> but let's say Friday, Saturday, whatever it is, heading out for, for a bigger meal, I try to eat less throughout the day. And then obviously I'm going to overeat down in the restaurant, but I just enjoy it. It is what it is. I don't punish myself for it. Uh, I enjoy the meal. And then trying to have a little bit less next meal, get back on track, and I don't beat myself up over it. So, if you feel like you need to nap after food, or you're feeling bloated, you've probably overeaten. And here are my seven tips to avoid overeating, and it happens from time to time. So, here's my seven tips to just keep conscious of it, 
try to avoid it a little bit and overall try and keep your, yourself in a calorie deficit if you're trying to lose weight or maintain maintain calories if, if weight is not an issue for you right now. So the first thing would be to drink a pint of water before every meal. If you drink a pint of water before every meal, you're not going to feel as hungry during the meal. Number two, which I'm not too sure if this advice definitely works. It, it's basically have smaller plates. I know whatever size of plate I have, I'm going to fill that plate. So um, just be more conscious of, of the size of your, your food portions on the plate, I suppose. You're probably not going to get rid of all your big plates and get rid of the 12-inch plate from 9-inch plate or whatever. But just be a little bit more conscious of the, the amount of food that, that's going on your plate. I know myself, no matter how much food is on that plate, I will eat. So be careful of that. And, and speaking of being mindful, point number three is mindful eating. So try not to eat too uh, try not to eat while you're watching tv it's better to sit at a table eat with friends when when possible but if you're mindlessly you know watching tv or youtube whatever it is uh you tend to eat more than you need to eat because you're not thinking about whether you're full or not and um, number four and this kind of contrasts and um, conflicts a little bit with number three for me and that's eating at the same time each day so my morning routine would be, I, I get up, have my glass of water, sometimes don't eat in the morning. I head off, I do my 6 a.m. sessions, my PTs, whatever it is. I come back around 8, 9 o'clock and from then I'll cook my breakfast and I'll have the laptop out in front of me and I'll be watching YouTube, whatever it is, while having my meal. So I was like, hang on, Sean, that's not really mindful eating. But the difference is that I'm eating the more, not, <laughs> my words there. The difference is, tip number four is eat at the same time each day so i know exactly what i'm going to eat i have me three pieces of bacon and i have me three eggs that's the same every more every weekday more in the week i have that i have the youtube out in front of me or whatever i'm watching i have me set certain things i watch um during the week and i'm sitting up at the, at the table so while i might be might not be uh, mindful of what I'm eating. I'm eating the exact same thing. So if you eat the same time each day and have your, your same kind of set meals, you're less likely to overeat even if you are watching TV, if it fits into your routine. So you don't always have to eat reps TV on, basically. Um, number five, and this goes back to my morning routine, is that I have to sit at the table watching. Uh, I have to sit at the table when I'm having my food because if I sit in the couch, I'm more than likely to nap afterwards. So if I've got, I've got a few hours before I go back into work, then for my afternoon and evening sessions. So I've got that space of the day. So I know if I have my laptop out and I'm eating my food there, there and then, that because I'm sitting upright and I have my coffee, I'm able to get to work straight away in the laptop or head over to the coffee shop and get to work. Whereas I'm sitting on the couch, I'm too relaxed, whatever, I, I just nap. But sitting up straight, Helps you get on with the rest of the day rather than just sitting, especially if you feel like you've overread it. If you nap after that, you're just going to feel a hell of a lot worse afterwards. Number six is to keep temptations away from you. Um, I slipped up yesterday because I was eating my dinner. I was waiting my dinner to cook and I was sitting at the table and right there in front of you was like, I'd say a quarter bag of nachos from um, the night before people were eating crisps. I actually wasn't eating those crisps the night before. But they were laying right there. They were open. They were either going to go off and get thrown out in the bin or I was going to eat them right there in the spot. And I slipped up and I ate them right there in the spot. But, the but I wasn't that hungry. Even though I was had dinner on, I could have waited the 20 minutes. But they were right there in front of me. I had to eat them. And that's my fault. I slipped up. 
Um, and I talked about this before. As the day progresses, it gets harder and harder to to um to avoid temptation. You you have a certain level of of resistance and strongness to start in the morning, but as the day goes on, you get more tired. It slip ups happen easy, so just get the temptations away from you. Um, if you have something like whatever on the table, you're you're more than likely to eat it as you're waiting on food. You're just like ah, just have a little nibble, and it meaty the the rest of the bag. I was like ah, just a little, just one or two. Next thing I knew, they were all gone. I felt like crap over it, basically. Um, number seven is to learn from your mistakes when you do overeat. Case in point for me, especially now that it's getting cold. There'll be some afternoons. I go, I go to the shop and like ah the soup's on offer I have a bit of soup and sometimes if I'm feeling particularly hungry I might want to have a bit of bread with it and I'll go over to the bakery and I'll be like I can either get one roll that's been just lying there in the shelf for four or five hours or I can get the packet of tree for a euro and I know they're fresh because they're wrapped and I'm like they're wrapped they're fresh. I'm going to enjoy a nice crispy roll with soup rather than a stale roll that I'm not really going to enjoy. The problem is if I come back to the house with those three rolls and I don't care the size of the rolls, I will eat those three rolls with my soup and whatever other protein I'm having. I'll eat them. It, there's no question about it. it. They're there in front of me. I'll, I'll have them. I'll feel grand and then I'll sit in the couch. And next thing you know, I'm napping for an hour and then I'm struggling for the rest of the day. Um, so... I've learned my mistake the hard way on more than one occasion. Um, so I, I just can't have bread at all with soup because I'm just going to have way too much carbs. I'm going to feel like crap. I'm going to feel bloated. I'll definitely have overeat it. Um, I've, I've done it too many times. So whatever your mistakes are for overeating, consciously think about what they are and then try to try to somehow eliminate them whatever it is get them out of the way or just don't buy them at all uh, and if you do overeat don't beat yourself up over it it happens to all of us don't punish yourself with i have to go to the gym now to to counterbalance the amount of calories of overeating because it one you're really actually not going to on that particular day um and you're just gonna you're just gonna have a develop a bad relationship with food like oh i have to run now for 20 30 minutes to try and limit the amount of of calories i'm eating rather than i'm gonna go for 20 30 minutes because i want to go for 20 30 minutes because i want to get healthier and want to get fitter now it's a case if you're punishing yourself and that's just not gonna work long term so just get right back on track with the, me the next meal. Dust it off. It happened. There's nothing you can do about it. Um, over the course of the week, if you're on track 80% of the time, that oh, that one, one or two sessions of overeating during the week is not going to matter. And on that note, I'm going to wrap up this week's podcast. Thank you once again for listening to the podcast. For those that are listening to the podcast this week and have sessions with me for the rest of the week, I do not apologize for the amount of burpees you guys are about to get. It is what it is. And on that note, burpees aside though, thanks once again for listening to the podcast. Um, for those of you that are sharing the podcast with your friends, tagging it on Instagram stories, helping me get the word out there and liking and sharing the posts I'm putting on Instagram and Facebook. I really do appreciate it. It does not go unnoticed. It's pretty cool to see and to hear. Uh, please keep doing that and help me spread the word. That's it for me. For Coach Sean, take care.